0: 913-KBCS-HD1, Bellevue, Seattle, Tacoma, a broadcast service of Bellevue College since 1973. My name is Gregory Dalia. While negotiations for a ceasefire between Israeli and Hamas officials are announced, over 7,000 Palestinians have been killed in Gaza during this war, according to Al Jazeera News from today. Over 2,900 of the dead are children, more than 1,700 of the fatalities women. Over 1,400 Israelis are dead. These numbers are from Al Jazeera and Palestine Red Cross and are confirmed by Human Rights Watch. Palestinian-American activist Linda Sarsour was in Vancouver, Washington, on Wednesday, speaking at the Washington State Faculty and Staff of Color Conference. KBCS's Yuko Kadama was there and recorded this excerpt when an audience member asked Sarsour about aid to Palestine.
1: Last protesta I think, in Bellevue, last uh, Sunday, and... Uh, some of them, they donate to help the children and the women and men in Palestine. When I am speaking now, there is a people killing there. So my question is, this donation, do you have any ideas? This donation that we donate here in the United States, mm-hmm. it can go to Palestine because I know that there is... A, Uh, Rafah Mm -hmm. Gates. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. That's a really important question um, around for folks who do want to help, especially what's happening right now in Gaza. There's probably not, I can't even put a number, uh, a dollar sign, on the amount of. Resources that the people of Gaza are going to need to rebuild and even in the, in, in the intermediate just to, to, to eat really and just to have medication. I mean, there are children that are getting surgeries done without anesthesia. Um, that's that's the dire situation that we're in right now. I, of course, recommend that you donate to organizations that are registered in the United States of America. I'll give you two examples of them. Um, Right now there are aid trucks that are are being allowed in Gaza at the moment. They are coming through the Rafah border, which is the border between Gaza and Egypt. They are not going in as fast as they should or at the capacity that they should. So yesterday there was like the day before yesterday was 20. Yesterday there was like 50. Um, We're talking about the minimum should be about a thousand of those convoys going in a day. But there is there are supplies that are getting into Gaza, much very minimal. But at some point soon, there will be um, a humanitarian corridor which will allow uh, the capacity of, of, of these convoys to go in. And so two organizations, you know how it is. You know how they say, be ready so you don't have to get ready? Instead of waiting for that humanitarian corridor, what we're asking people to do is that a lot of these humanitarian agencies are already either inside Gaza with staff on the outside in Egypt who are literally getting supplies from the North African region um or bringing cargoes from some of the european countries uh through the sea and so instead of them us hearing there's a humanitarian corridor and all of a sudden we're you know starting to put the money in the organizations need the money now because they need to start those preparations and so two organizations that i highly recommend are this organization here called the palestinian american medical association they are a network of physicians from across the united states of america who have had been doing work in Gaza already for the last nine years. They run multiple hospitals as well as clinics uh, in, in Gaza and have done incredible work, not just on trauma, as we see, which is what's happening now, but they've done things like dental screenings. They've done uh, work around um, terminally ill cancer patients, uh, things around, you know, diabetes and so many other ills and that, you know, people are suffering from from Gaza. So they've been there for about maybe seven years now. Another organization is called Beitul Mal. I actually have a link up to it on my Instagram. I've been with this organization around the world. I went with them uh, to the West Bank in Palestine. I was able to visit some clinics that they have in refugee camps on the West Bank. So I got to see the donations like work in real time. They also, I also went with them last, remember, this past March, if you remember, there was an uh, earthquake that happened in Turkey, southern Turkey, northern Syria. I went with them there, and one of the most beautiful things about Beit mal is when I got there, I was wearing the jacket, you know, how all the humanitarian organizations have the, you know, the, it's almost like, you know, the little team jackets with the big logos on the back. Mm-hmm. I was so shocked that people knew who they were uh, when I got there because they had already been working with Syrian refugees since the Syrian Civil War before that, so the people already recognized who they were. Um, and so that, that always meant a lot to me, that these are people who are trusted by the people, they're known by the people. Um, these are uh, American-registered organizations. They're 501c3 organizations. They are on Charity Navigator. Your donation to them is tax-deductible. You know, all that good IRS stuff. <laughs> because sometimes pe- people have you donating online, and I'm not going to lie to you, but you all got to be careful. Not only, about, not only careful about that the money might not get there, but you might be given to an organization in another country and you have no idea. And then the United States government comes cracking down on you, don't say I didn't tell you, to be more careful about where you're putting your money, especially in light of a lot of rage and when you see these images, you're like, oh my God, I want to help and you just start putting money online. Usually if you're doing it through a social, like a Instagram or a Facebook, whatever, it should be fine because Facebook won't let you, you know, fundraise for just any old organization. So, you, so if you already did that, don't be, you'll be, you're probably fine. But if anybody just sends you random links, I promise you that you have to do a little bit more research. But t- two organizations that I could put my name on is the Palestinian American Medical Association and Beitul Mal, who are already, um, both, are, both are inside Gaza and outside Gaza, ready to go in. And, the, and PAMA in particular is very important because they're gonna have to bring equipment medical equipment as you know multiple hospitals have been bombed um, which means that they lost much of their equipment um, over the course of the last 17 days so getting more NICU beds getting more of this stuff is really important in this time it's kind of urgent of course food and fuel are also urgent for the hospitals as well but the medical equipment is going to be really important
0: that was global Palestinian American activist Linda Sarsour speaking at the Washington State Faculty and Staff of Color Conference. More information on the nonprofit aid organizations Linda Sarsour refers to is on our website at kbcs.fm. For more KBCS stories and to support our work with a donation, you can visit kbcs.fm.